Welcome to another edition of the broadcast. I'm Vicky Barcelona. And with me as always is Usera. Oh, hey. I had coffee today. I'm sorry. I liked it. <laughs> it was a little there. different there. What is your contact info real quick? We have an Instagram. It's the broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029 or email us at the broadcast 999 at gmail.com. And we got a couple messages. Yes, we did. Via text. And Instagram. I'll start with the uh, text real quick. All right. Uh, we got one from your buddy James. What up? It says, hey, girls, how do you deal with difficult coworkers? I have a new person at my job that I'm supposed to train and get her up to speed. But for some damn reason, everything I try to instruct her on, she thinks she knows better. And mm. God forbid I tell her she's doing it wrong. She snaps at me and spreads really dangerous rumors about me. Ooh. I'm glad my coworkers have my back and tell her to shut her mouth. And yes, I have been to HR about her. But if you were me right now, how would you deal with a very difficult person? I don't know if this is relevant, but I'm a white male in my 30s and she is a black female in her late 20s mm. see i've had situations where i've had coworkers be straight up disrespectful similar to what's going on here like mm-hmm. full-on say vaguely threatening things or just being complete a-holes to me oh, and, wow. I, and i took it thinking i had to and then i finally you know someone asked me like something along those lines i'm like well this is going on. They're like, well, why didn't you tell us? Like, that person's not going to get any of these privileges that we've allowed them anymore. Like, they are not allowed to talk to you like that. That's BS. Yeah. And they didn't They didn't lose their job, but they lost a lot of the cool stuff they got to do. And did they stop treating you how you were being treated? Um, they only treated me cool, like, when I was doing something for them. Oh, so, like, not really. Not really. So, I mean, and then they, they quit working here shortly after anyways you're like not gonna miss you no so when anybody's like oh you know this person like hmm, i do I don't. <laughs> cool good riddance yeah i you know i have some coworkers at my other job that because i've been there for so many years now and it's a real i work at a restaurant so it's mm-hmm. a quick turnover so there's a lot of new people all the time yep. and there have been a few and there's currently one and a half ish that I don't really get along with. You mm-hmm. never know his mood. So sometimes oh. it's a great. Sometimes I love him and it's great working with him. And then other times, he's just in a funk and that puts me in a funk. But this other coworker who he, you know, he hasn't even worked there a year yet. I've worked there over six years. Mm-hmm. So I was to train him, and he, I guess, quote unquote, was below me at first, and now we're equal. You know, right. but he always kind of thought and still thinks that he does a bunch of stuff better and you're not doing that you were supposed to do it this way and I, I ask him when he tells me oh did did our boss did our manager tell us that's how we're doing it now and a lot of things he'll be like no I just think we should do it that way and that just drives me crazy and I am not one to really want to pick a fight with coworkers, especially yeah I was gonna say at work because it's very awkward but I kind of found myself actually telling the boss about it and Mm -hmm. that kind of in the end actually bit me in the butt and I should have just gone to him directly because the boss ended up telling him that people were complaining about him and used an example Mm -hmm. that was 
obviously just between him and me. And then, of course, he ends up talking to me about it and being like, hey, like, if you have a problem, come to me directly. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, I should have. Like, I don't want it to feel like I'm talking crap, but I also was just kind of venting. It, so it's kind of like that fine line. It, it's weird because you have to protect yourself, just like he was saying. He's like, I already went to HR, mm-hmm. especially when she can like, oh, well, he's harassing me. It's like, no, he told you you're doing your job. Like, he's telling you how to do your job because you're learning. That's not harassing. Yeah. It's just some people like to take advantage of that word, which is very upsetting. And so I think going to a boss first, as much as it feels like tattling, sometimes, again, you have to protect yourself. Yeah. And I think that you went to HR already is good. But I also think maybe you should actually have a conversation with her and be like, you know, obviously not like attacking or not, you know, just very, very calm and being like, hey, like. Look, what, you know, this that's is what how I, I'm supposed to train you. Yeah, that, that's what I do with my guy. And I was like, and I don't like it when you think that you know better than me when I've been here for a really long time. Right. And I told my person like, hey, if the boss told us to do something else and I'm just not aware of it, come to me like and that. Correct you. Yeah, yeah. Correct me in in a nice way or be like, hey, like instead of serving spoons on the left, we're going to serve them on the right now. The boss told us, you know, like. Right. And if, if the, that coworker thinks he knows better, then go to the boss and be like, hey, you know what? I think it would be better if we do this. Mm-hmm. Affect change that way instead of being a bossy little bitch. And also could be a good thing is have your HR person or your boss or whoever you're talking to about this. Have a meeting with both of you. So you can both be on the same page and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like an age thing or a race thing or anything like your boss can set out the guidelines like, hey, you are training her. You should listen to her. If you have questions, just ask. But, you know, kind or of listen to him because it's James. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, definitely keep a note of all the things that like that happen and definitely keep someone, you know, in a different, you know, whether HR, your boss informed because the last thing we'd want is for something like mm-hmm. f- for a false accusation yeah. for anything. So it's that weird line. It's like, I love that we are more progressive in the sense of like, you know what? We're not going to be standing up. Like we're not going to put up with anybody harassing anybody in the workplace anymore. That being said, you get a-holes that take advantage of that and anything is harassment. Well, yeah. And you have to walk on eggshells, not like crazy. Right. So protecting yourself, definitely have someone behind like, on your side. And if she's going to be like this, then definitely talk to your boss and be like, this person has really bad morale. Mm-hmm. It's very toxic for a work environment. She's just, it, unfortunately, that's what it's going to be. Well, and if all of your coworkers kind of have your back and back you up, they might agree. It's just like, you know what? Maybe she's not a good fit for the company. Yeah, there I'll- there was someone working at the place that I was like, I usually get along with so many people, but, right. you know, and then I wasn't the only one. And then eventually customers complained about it and right. he got canned. And I was like, okay, I'm not crazy. <laughs> right. Like, actually, when I started working at the restaurant, there was a girl who bullied everyone. Mm. She was the queen bitch. And shortly before I started working there, they had just gotten new managers. So for a long time, a lot of uh, the girls were self-governed and she was the queen bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was the sweetest can be to the customers. Customers loved her and you could see her turn it on. But to the rest of us was a major bitch. Even with training, like, just major bitch. Oh, that's tough, too, if you have someone who's really good with customers, though, and, like, sells right. well, you know? But that was the thing, too. Like, when the new managers came, it's like, she doesn't listen. It's like, how do you feel about this person? I'm like, look, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but she's a bitch. Like, I said it nicer. <laughs> I nice- hate her. <laughs> I, I said it nicer. It's like, I said, there's a few people, like, because I think they were trying to see if I thought that of her. It's yeah. Like, there's a few people that are, eh. Yeah. And so they're like, no, we're, we're compil- compiling a list of complaints so we can let her go. Wow. And it was 
Hallelujah, the day she left. It was such <laughs> a great a party. <laughs> uh, we did get another message. Uh, Michael, the musical trucker, so it says, so it sadly looks like I won't be at live day. No! I looked last night to figure out where... Um, Initially, like to sit for the premium experience, but realize they're all sold out. I love the premium last year, and I think y'all love my llama sweater. LOL. I did. I hope you have a great day, Michael, the musical trucker. Well, if you're able to go to the other experience parts, I yeah, mean, feel go free. to not just the pre- like the, even the rest of the experiences are great, not just the premium. But uh, I mean, you do what you got to do. That's November twenty first, by the way. It's yes. the Thursday coming so up. Come hang out tickets. with us. Uh, uh But we did get a couple messages on the Instagram, Sarah. We did. All right. Uh, Joe from Tacoma says, hey, ladies, last week, Vicky, Vicky, you said you were having trouble getting drunk and you're not alone. Whenever I drink, I can tell my body is done because my teeth will go numb. It will start by my molars. And when I can't feel my front teeth anymore, that's when my body will not let me drink anymore. If I get another drink, my brain will start making me think this is disgusting. You don't want to drink this. And it's really hard to drink that after. I have had a goal for years to get completely drunk for once, but I can't even get drunk enough to make bad decisions. And I always thought my teeth going numb was a normal part of drinking until a year ago when I told my brother about it, and he never even heard of something like that. Apparently, nobody I know has ever heard of it before, so I'm just extra weird. Yeah, see, that's I've never that's heard of that crazy. either. That's crazy. I've never heard of that either. And for me, it's not so much like a weird numb feeling. It's just like I get really, really full. Oh. Even if I haven't really drank a whole lot, like I'll like I, like I can't like put it down. Like it won't go. Like it's like after you go to the buffet and you try to eat desserts. Like okay, I can't. That's why you got to just do shots. Oh, everyone's got room mm-hmm. for some shots. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But, your like, teeth go numb. That's insane. Maybe go to the doctor. Maybe uh, ding ding. Um, yeah. Maybe you're allergic to something. I know, right? That's the only thing I could think of, unless your mind is just tricked. That your teeth are like, nah. Well, and then the fact that you think it's disgusting. So my friend, my yoga friend gave me this book and it's like about drinking Mm -hmm. and what his beliefs are about drinking. And she read the whole thing and she used to have like a few cocktails a night, Mm -hmm. you know, and she has a house in Lake Chelan. So every time she go to Lake Chelan, she'd kind of be like a vacation home and like just started drinking a lot. And like she was like, I don't want to have my Lake Chelan house be just like a party house because I'm there all the time. And she's like in her for mid 40s okay and so she read this book and she like has had maybe two drinks in the past like two months she said this book completely changed and she like she she was cooking one day and she really wanted a glass of white wine and she poured it in a glass and like she smelt it and then was just completely turned off by it and like disgusted by it would you ever read the book i'm reading it she gave me a copy so i'm like like, damn i really i got i gotta read this book she bought me a copy because at first she was gonna have me borrow it and then she like bought me and this other yoga instructor like our own and i was like the pressure is on what happens if you you are the same if you can't drink wine anymore or like anything i know i was like well she was like damn this book has really like changed my life and like there's a bunch of testimonies being like i read this book just to kind of cut down or just to whatever and like change their mindset completely and i was like damn are you gonna make me not fun like maybe i should read this book in like 30 years i mean here's the thing you could still be fun without alcohol you can't. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a fun person. I was going to say, if you need alcohol but, to be fun, then you don't have a great personality. But I will say, I posted this. There was a sign at this bar that one time that said, "No good story started with a salad," and I will say that's true. You don't unless go, you like, threw a salad. Well, yeah, but you, I'd probably only throw a salad if I was drunk. 
were really, really mad. <laughs> but I mean, again, see, but there was like different like things that stood out to her in the book. And the one thing so far that stood out to me, I'm like a quarter way through it, maybe a third is your brain literally shrinks when you're when you're drinking your brain shrinks and that's why you have a headache because the blood and stuff is trying to pump back into your brain <laughs> and so now every time i drink i'm like looking at my boyfriend I'm like my brain is getting smaller by the second by the sip it's getting oh smaller God. and then i wake up the next morning and i have a pounding headache i'm like my brain is so small right now <laughs> that's that's what i've learned so far and it's like really trippy to think about that's interesting yeah well, i want to know what you think after you read the book because i'm curious if it's going to change your life i will i I have, a, I have a feeling well I don't know because she seemed like she was kind of a get after it still in her mm. 40s or 50s and it totally changed her but I don't know I have a feeling it won't change me I mean maybe I mean, I'll think about it differently and I think maybe at the very least you'll have like a few less yeah yeah or I won't just have casual drinks mm -hmm. throughout the week maybe instead of just like I'll just go hard maybe once a week or something <laughs> I don't know wait who knows maybe I'll become sober Sarah right that's weird okay we have another message um from dad bod for life um I had moved in with a friend after my breakup paid him $400 a month and I have or I gave myself six months to be out he said however long it takes I ended up buying a house and was out after 13 months Okay, so like a little longer. Yeah, but I mean, as six long as months. you're giving him money and doing stuff, and that kind of ties in, like, I think that was in reference to that I have a new roommate. Yes, your uh, homegirl. My homegirl. We have finished moving pretty much most of her, like, I want to say 90% of her stuff. Okay, that took like two weeks. Yeah. She's Jeez. still got like a couple of things that won't fit in our cars, like a really big canvas painting, a friend of her, um, oh. and like a bed, which will probably stack on her bed. So it's going to be like the princess and the pea status, because I don't know where else to put this bed. Oh, man. But I mentioned that she's really good at organizing. Like I came home yesterday and she had already designed a game plan because she has ADD worse than I do. Oh, is she? Is she? Is yeah, she's medicine? On, yep. Okay, good. But she's still like, boom. If I am very organized and all that, she is me times ten. Okay, so, little OCD. Eh, more like just like let's do this. Like she like ADD, ADD and ADHD. People think it means that you can't focus on anything. Sometimes there is bouts of hyper focus on one thing, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Like you just get in the zone. Yeah, and when people get me out of the zone, I've almost cried a few times when they get me out of it. Oh, and I'm really? like, I'm in the zone right now. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I, like, I'm I, never in the zone. And Let I'm me like, be in the zone. <laughs> like, why are you ruining this for me? Uh, it, it's really crazy and trippy. And yes, I've talked to my therapist about that. Anywho, <laughs> um, so she already designed a game plan because my garage is filled with her stuff right now. Mm -hmm. And so she's designed where we're going to hang up racks and shelves and stuff. And she has it all already. She, oh, that's she, good. Like, so she's like, we don't have to buy anything, really. Yeah. If anything, and we're going to put up all the tools. We're going to have our craft center, um, like arts and crafts, glue gun, supplies. We're going to have racks. It's just like our holiday stuff and random garage stuff. And this so, is fun for you. Yes. Like but, seeing her have a game plan. You're like, yes. okay, let's do it. But the only thing I don't like is like, I, if I see this now, let's do it right now. Oh, like, yeah. Obviously, she's working from home, so she's like, I, she can't because mm. she's busy. So I'm just like, why are you showing this? This is just a tease. Yeah. So I'm hoping we can do some of it today. Um, if not, well, we'll definitely you guys do it this just weekend. Like, do you guys have to do it together, or can you? Like, I would like to do it together. We have a joke, a video that we're gonna do. It's uh, we're gonna do a time lapse. Oh, cool. So that's why we want to do it together because it's gonna be fun.
And for me, it's like I like it. I don't want it to just be hurt because one, I'd feel bad. But also, like, I like to organize. <laughs> I don't like to clean. I like to organize. Yeah. So I've already done a quite a bit in the garage. So it's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see how it all finishes. And even the whole house, we're going to have a lot of stuff added to it. A lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. She's like a whole life's worth. Well, like, yeah, she's got a couple of cabinets that we could keep in the garage, but it's just going to take up space. And they would they would actually be used if we put them upstairs, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we're finding homes for everything right now. But right now, my house looks like a hurricane went through it. Oh, that would drive me crazy. A little bit, but eh. I'm just like, eh, what, what can I You're do? trying to be like, eh. <laughs> trying to be in your namaste. I go. I, it's I, not I, permanent. But it's nice because I've been napping. Like, I've actually have naps this week. It's been pretty awesome. Yeah, that's good. Uh, but I did want to read this story. And it kind of goes back to us talking about uh, being a server and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Jerks in general. Apparently, uh, two jerks thought they were better than a waiter and ended up having to pay a giant bill. Ooh. So it's this uh, person wrote this story. Uh, I used to wait tables in an upscale restaurant that was known to be the place to have your ho- a holiday or office party. Alfonso. Uh, great money if you got the right group. The menus were preset and the wine and liquor were preset as well. And it was auto grotted, you know, uh, 18%. Yeah. So auto grotted. Grotted. That's how we say it in my head. It's gratuity. Uh, grat. Grat. Auto grotted. Gratuity. Well, gratuity. Grat. Grat. I don't know. Anywho, not important. All of it was in the contract the host signed pre-event. Usually the host would make themselves known fairly early on so you would know who to talk to if there was an issue um, and who to give the check at to at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. One night I'm splitting a party of 30 or 40 with another server and this event had top tier food and mid-level wine and booze. Very nice. A small group, five or six people arrive a bit, a bit ahead of schedule. Two guys and three to four women. Not a problem. It's actually nicer if they slowly roll in so we can get drinks started. Way I walk- nicer. I know, right? I walk, we, you and I have both had to serve parties like this. Yes. Right? Yes. I walk over, introduce myself and the other waiter and ask for drinks. Now, this was back in the early 2000s and uh, chads weren't a thing yet. So chad is a nickname like for like the guys who think they're like super rich and cool and like bro <laughs> Just like a Karen is the, the lady that's like, I need to speak to the manager. That's the nickname yeah. for those ladies, Karen. So chad. So but these two guys were the chattiest of chads. If they could have popped their collars in their suits, I'm sure these guys would have found a way. Oh, gosh. Super Chad number one. Me and my bro are going to start with a round of Johnny Walker Blue, and these ladies are going to have an expensive red wine. Super Chad number two. Turn to the girls. Once you have Johnny Blue, you just can't drink anything else. It changes you, bro. Ugh. Me. Um, if you'd like, I can put those on a separate tab. The event contract has Johnny Walker Black, but not Blue, and the red wine selection for tonight is this less expensive way. Super chat number one. Uh, this is our party. Just get me what I ordered and don't question me again. <gasps> Super chat number two. It's like, well, who do you think you are? You're just some waiter. We have MBAs. Just get us our drinks. Oh, uh. I walk over to the, the other waiter and tell him we are in for a hell of a night, but the check should be nice. For those that don't know, Johnny Walker Blue is about three to four times the cost of Johnny Walker Black. Oh. So one round of drinks for these people is over $100. The whole night goes exactly as we thought. Nothing was good enough. These appetizers were crap. The food was horrible. Not enough bread. Too many bread plates. Strings were taking too long. Why do some people have food and others don't? It's 40 people, man. It takes a minute to get that much food out. To make it worse, Chad's and company are all over the place, moving seats, making others move so they can talk to whoever they want. This makes serving hell because we did everything by seat number. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you do the seat numbers? No, okay. <laughs> we don't. Well, especially for big parties like that. 
I mean, either it's standing or it's like mm-hmm. one long table and it's just we right. put all the food out on the table kind of oh, thing. Oh, so it's more like buffet style. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. Uh, we we would do it just in the order of uh, serving just to keep in mind how we, like when I'd write it on my check, I knew where to where the food went to everybody. And if anybody else picked up my tab to go you know, take the food to the table. They knew where to put everything. Oh, oh, oh. So yeah, I guess one, if two, it wasn't three, like a pre-ordered. Right. Um, so I'd go look at the table starting from left, going all the way around. One, two, three, four, five, and all the way yeah. to the round to your right side. I'm <clears> so <throat> used to people moving, though, especially for parties <laughs> like that. I had I was trying oh. to do seat numbers to a party. It was like 20 people, and they were all wearing white. Oh, and no. And they all looked like they were related. So I was like, I don't know who's who. Dude, they all blend together. Yes. I swear. Anyways, because sometimes you're like, okay, lady in red shirt, okay, that person with that. Nope, they all look the same. Yep. Uh, so surprisingly, most of the table was normal, not entitled people who knew the waiters or people too. They were impressed by the food and gracious, ordered the drinks that were on the contract. One older gentleman at the other end of the table from the Chad's, uh, from the Chad's, from the chads apologized for their behavior saying they might have fancy degrees and good jobs but you can't teach class love that guy nice finally they're winding down after drinking almost a full bottle of johnny blue along with other food and drinks uh they have a very hefty check and the other waiter and i are excited to get paid we started picking up the dessert plates and asking for last drink requests the nice older guy at the end of the table says to bring him the check not wanting any more interaction from with the chads than necessary, I bring it to him. I tell him I can take care of whatever and go about clearing the table. A few minutes later, he calls me over. Nice guy. He says, maybe there's a mistake in ringing up the drinks. There's almost $600 for Johnny Blue when the contract I signed only included Johnny Black. And there are some single glasses of wine that are different from the ones we agreed upon. Me, no, sir, no mistake, sir. This is what uh, was ordered and drank. He is being awesome, and I feel bad. Nice guy. Because well, this is a different guy. Yeah, this than is the, the Johnny Black. Yeah, the, the two chads. The two chads. Yeah. Um, why did you give the drinks to them if we clearly had a contract? Me, I apologize, sir. They told me that this was their party, and since I was just a waiter to shut up and to do as I was told, so I did. I'm sorry. I took them at their word. Mm. I point them out, and he calls them over. What follows was singularly the best, the greatest ass chewing I have ever witnessed. He goes on about how he was doing something nice, but apparently that wasn't enough. About how horrible their behavior was that night and how he's ashamed for them. But my favorite line was how you see a person's true colors in how they treat people that work for them and they have shown theirs. Then he calls me back over. Nice guy. Apparently, I thought this was my party. Guess I was wrong. This is their party, and they'll be taking care of the check. Oh, and up that gratuity to 25%. You earned it. (gasps) He turns around and walks off, leaving the chads with a check. All in all, it was about $3,000. And I have never seen two grown men look so defeated. Oh, I love that. This is like, don't be a jerk. Like, why would you be a jerk to somebody who is a server I've known so many servers that have better degrees than I do yeah like (laughs) I have no degree I love that the chads were still there when the check got dropped Mm -hmm. and they like they because and they didn't try to deny it you know what I mean like Like, because I could think like after six hundred dollars worth of whiskey and almost a bottle they would probably be like kind of wasted right so i could see that i don't i don't know what i was talking about like i don't you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i'm glad that the other dude like totally believed the waitress and right. was like he probably seemed like these guys are kind of full of themselves because he even said that earlier it's like you can't teach class 
Dude, that would be so awkward though if I was that server. And I'm wondering too. I'd be like, like, I don't know. They said it was their party, and they said like, like uh, I was under the impression it was their party. I'm. And then I'd be like, oh my god, are they not gonna pay for this? And I'm gonna have like six hundred dollars. You know, oh, I would have freaked the hell out. I would have been panicking, but uh, freaking I'm good on the dude that this guy had her back. Because I'm guessing this was like the owner of the company. Yeah, I was like, like, this is not your, what? This is not your party. Okay, now it is. Yeah, thanks. Have fun paying that bill. Hmm. Oh, my God. Karma! How would work be that on Monday? (laughs) I I wouldn't be surprised if they got fired. Right? Or, like, if they didn't apologize that day or Mm -hmm. that morning or, like, the next day after the party, like, yeah. Put in your place. Anywho, have you ever had a moment of karma at your job? Like, there's a customer who's a total jerk. And then they just got, like, either they apologized or something like that. They got what was coming to them. You know, a lot of my customers are actually pretty good. But I did have one where, like, there was, it was a six top. And there was a chair that had, like, kind of like a phony leg or something. And I Mm -hmm. had no idea. And so this elderly woman sat and the chair broke. Or not Mm -hmm. broke, but she fell off it. So I guess kind of broke. I mean, it didn't fully break, but it was obviously wobbly enough to Uh where she fell. And I freaked out because I don't like to see anyone get hurt, no Mm -hmm. matter if you're a customer or not, you know. But and then I I remember like I was like, oh, are you okay? Like and the people are like, well, her ankle hurts. And I was like, okay, well, can I get can I get her an extra chair to elevate it? Can I get her some ice? Like, can I get her anything? And they were like, no, no, no. And then I went to her and I was like, can I get how are you doing? Like, can I get you anything? Like, and she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I just wanted a a Sprite or something. And I was like, okay, because I've had many sprained ankles, so I know what to do. Yeah. And then maybe a few days later or a week later I get a call from my manager and they want to sue oh Jesus yes I'm not surprised oh my goodness I freaked out Mm -hmm. like and I replayed the situation in my head like a million times because I was like no like it was busy but I was very nice she said she was fine everyone said they were fine I offered everything like do you guys have cameras at your work we do now we didn't Uh. we do now though and I just was like so shocked and then of course I was thinking oh my god it's gonna be my word against their word but there was like there were six of them and there was just me there was only one other person on at the time and they didn't see what happened and I was just like I'm gonna have to go to court I'm gonna have to I was thinking of the worst case scenario but my manager like totally had my back and then we had like a meeting about it and and one of my other coworkers was like okay if if that had happened in Sarah's section Sarah is like the nicest person she would have not just been like you're whatever. fine, whatever. And I was like, no, I wasn't. Like, I, you know, and I, yeah. I was just appalled and shocked that they were now wanting to sue. Because money. This is America. Because money. Yeah. But they acted totally fine and they didn't want, they didn't want ice. They didn't want this. They didn't want, they didn't want anything. Right. And I was like, okay, you seem fine. Like, you're not, cr- okay. And it didn't even occur to me that I should tell anyone. It was such a small incident because mm-hmm. it wasn't that big right. of a deal. So I thought, and it was really cool because my manager had my back. All my coworkers was like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. What ended up happening? I didn't hear from it. I didn't hear at all. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. How long ago was this? This was maybe like a year and a half, two years okay. ago. So I don't know if you should ask if it's one of those. They just get it just gets dropped or if my company had to pay. I don't know what happens in something like that. Sometimes they'll, they'll settle out of court. They're like, I just want a chunk of money. Give me cool and I won't take you to court too but I was like waiting to get that call that like okay you have to come in and testify and like oh I would have crapped myself (laughs) but yeah that was really cool because I mean I thought I could easily get fired for that right because they just don't want to deal with it do you guys have like an incident report book 
We do now. Okay. We got one right after that. We we always had one. Or like you have to just write down about the night, Mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, well, this happened. It was really busy. There was this that happened, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, something like that. We always write. We never did an everyday thing, I don't think. But if there's anything like this person walked out, this person Mm -hmm. yelled, there was a fight because I've witnessed a couple fights. uh, We would have to write that in the incident report. But it's crazy because like, I mean, obviously, I feel like that would have been written in it now that we were aware of it. But Mm -hmm. before... And before it had happened and when it happened, like, I don't even know if that would have been written in it because it was such a just. Uh, I, I would have oh. just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Pro- I mean, now right. we know. Yeah. I would have been like, bitch, sign this. You said you're fine. You don't, you're refusing service care. Yeah. You're you're still going to eat here. You're still going to stay. Oh, yeah. And guess what? They tipped me like two dollars. Of course they did. Yeah. But I was Screw spying. you. Please find out if you can. I will. I will. All have right. you? Have you had any? Uh, Where somebody tried suing me? No. Where someone oh. like they had your back. Um, there's, there's a couple of times I've had people like my bosses were always new, like you're cool, you're fine. So I've had people complain about me. Like one guy got real mad that I cut him off, but he was so Mm. loud. My manager heard him in the office upstairs and he came down. He's like, dude, whoever the hell that guy's yelling, you need to cut him off. I'm like, damn it. So the second I cut him off, he's like all pissed, starts yelling louder, like leaves me no tip. His girlfriend or wife is super embarrassed. So she was cool though. She was like sober enough to like. She was just like, oh god. Like she didn't. She wasn't necessarily cool with me. She was very neutral. She's like, okay, I don't want him to keep going, but I'm not going to help. Like because it's just yeah. fuel the fire. So yeah. That's, yeah. I've, dude, cutting cutting people off is so awkward. It's like, dude, like you are obnoxiously loud. And it was during a football game. Oh god. Because because if you're getting cut off. They're not going to think they should be getting cut off. Right. Like, I've been cut off before, and there's no way in hell I thought, like, I should be cut off. But that's really when you really should be cut off. <laughs> I've only been cut off once, and I was stone cold sober. That's hilarious. Because our group kept knocking over stuff, and so our whole group got kicked out. We, we snuck back in. But, like, all the people that knocked stuff over were the sober ones. <laughs> and they were like, like, you're all cut off. I'm just They're like, like uh, we don't want to serve you anymore is the thing. <laughs> yeah. So anywho, like I, didn't, I don't blame the girl because that was obnoxious. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm sober. I, like, I'm not drinking tonight. Like, that's what they all say. But my friends were sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably me. <laughs> it wasn't actually you this time. <laughs> this time. Um, but yeah, we want to hear from your stories. And uh, what do you think uh, our buddy James or your buddy James should uh, do in the situation with his coworker? Yeah, that, we all know you've training. had some coworkers you don't get along with. How do you deal with it? That and like people who think they're your boss or know more than you, even though you're the one training them. And you want to kill them. Yes. But you don't because that's not You want to kill them with your words. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.